So, uh, guys, guess what? Oh, what's up? What? what? We're doing a motherfucking podcast! <laughs> oh! oh! What's that? Please describe it for me. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it is the very first episode of Craft Beer Chronicles, the brainchild of myself, your host, <laughs> Shane Leal. And I am joined by three gentlemen who I just think would be best if they introduced themselves however the fuck they want. Starting at my right. Hey, I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey, man. Hi, Matt. <laughs> I have a drinking problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy craft beer. No, no, this is the wrong type of meetings. This is where we celebrate your drinking. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta go. Short speech, short speech. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, my name's Matt. Um, I like beer. Good job, Matt. <laughs> Put a lot of thought into that one. <laughs> Uh, Tavon, the most ethnic of the group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. I'm Leo. Uh, I also enjoy craft beer. Uh, it's been a recently developing addiction. And so uh, I go to church and I... Uh, every week. See, every week. I'm a little sad that not one single one of you was like, Hi, I'm so-and-so, and I like to party. <laughs> God, you guys let me down. But yeah. doesn't matter. We, we We're here anyways. Around. Craft Beer Chronicles... Just give everybody a heads up. We are here on the Central Coast in San Luis Obispo, California. Um, all of us are either current or former Cal Poly San Luis Obispo students. Come fucking find us, Jeff Armstrong. Skullstangs. Skullstangs. <laughs> and we have just been kind of going along, trying, and experiencing a whole bunch of fantastic, just, I guess, events when it comes to craft beer over the last couple of years that I myself decided to um, try and make a podcast for it. And I, for the very first one, I couldn't imagine any other people to do this with. Take <sighs> table. We just, we just kicked the table already. Oh, yeah, Too much is, to drink already. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So, um, we are doing this on February 23rd, the Thursday night before the Slow Craft Beer Festival. Are you gentlemen excited? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be excited? You got a limited beer tasting, so yeah, it's fantastic. All right, well, well, I guess to get it started, it's it's a couple hours before, but we might as well start drinking, boys. Oh, <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? All right, so first, so first we have a little find I got from Fresno this last weekend. It is Tecumseh from Tioga Sequoia Imperial IPA. Tecumseh. Yes, Tecumseh, a triple IPA, is the highest ranking member of our general's army. It is brewed as a triple IPA, but has deceptively smooth flavor and extreme drinkability, given the massive amounts of malt and hops, blah, 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 blah. Let's start drinking this shit. <laughs> words and words. Let's go words and All right, words. let's crack this baby open. Oh, yeah, that just sounds that's, delicious. That's a nice sound. Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and pour into mine because it's the smallest, and then like distribute from there. And we start off with a spill. <laughs> Minor spill. Minor you know what? That's, that's how the best start. That's how the best start. I have a tiny <laughs> ass glass. Well, that's a devil's cut, right? Yeah. All righty. And well, as all, well, there's so much to, water in there. Like there's so beer. much. Oh my god! I don't have a. That wasn't from a Brita. It's gonna kill you. No, it makes us stronger. It's just stronger. Oh man, this thing just. Build, build up an immunity to Pretty toxins. Pretty sure you have tetanus now, but. I if you can get tetanus from water. You haven't had the right water, man. We've been to Mexico before. Alrighty. So, as always, for any proper beer podcast, we're going to play the ABV game. ABV. Um, but that being said, it is, is also us, 
And no, wait, 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 wait. It's, it's us, guys. What do we have to do before start, we start yeah, drinking? Man. Come on. We gotta do our prayer. Oh. We gotta do our prayer specifically. Well, you can smell before the prayer, right? Yeah, you're that's, that's very fair. That's you're very fair. You're allowed to smell yeah. before you the guys, prayer. You gotta say hello to me. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> shake its hand. Hello. Before you can't just dive right in. Is yeah, it me you're yeah, drinking for? <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's oh, Lionel, I think. Yeah, it's Lionel. All right. Someone. So. Repeat after me, gentlemen. Anybody at home can follow along. Our lager. Our lager. Which art in barrels. Which art in barrels. Hallowed be thy drink. Hallowed be thy drink. Thy will be drunk. Thy will be drunk. I will be drunk. I will be drunk. At home as it is in the tavern. At home as it is in the tavern. Give us this day our foamy head. Give us this day our foamy head. And forgive us our spillages. And forgive us our spillages. As we forgive those who spilt against us. As we forgive those who spilt against us. But deliver us from hangovers. But deliver us from hangovers. And lead us not into incarceration. And lead us not into incarceration. For that is the beer. For that is the beer. The bitter. The bitter. And the lager. And the lager. Bye, man. Gentlemen, Amen. Shane's a wonderful disciple. Making sure we do that first. Of course, <laughs> of course. Mm. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. What are your thoughts? Oh, I mean, I bought a four pack, and <laughs> so I obviously like it, and I like the can style, where it's kind of like the screen printing over the metal can. Mm. So it's really cool. But the ABV game, guys. Oh, so I think he was asking about the flavor, not the the can. <laughs> it is a pretty sweet can, though. <laughs> Thank yep. you. Thank you, Leo. No, I, I know he's asking me about the flavor, but I don't think my opinion should sway him in any way. I also, mm, also I just love the Toyota Sequoia logo. I just think it's super cool. The, the TS? The TS. Well, it's just the whole forestry thing and like where they're located. It's That's true. Just, it's just, you know where they're located? Yeah, absolutely. Where are they located, Leo? <laughs> they're in uh, Sacramento, right? Stockton? Think a little south. Think a little uh, further south. Yeah. Fuck. Fresno? Yeah. Yep, Fresno, California, which I don't is think why. there's a lot of forests around there. Um, there's not. There's not. Me forgot to mention in my introduction, I'm from uh, Seattle, so the whole state of California is kind See, of See, you're actually jumping a little bit ahead, box. which I appreciate, because you're kind of oh, all this. Really? Like, so the reason, oh, anyway, ABV game. Before we, I'm not letting you guys right, go on right, a tangent. Yeah. Okay, let's go start with Take Leo, Mr. Forest Boy. All right, well, I'm going to get a, one more taste. All right, go for it. Just kind of. I got like, it's pretty heavy on your tongue. It sits heavy, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like a Oh, man. I'm lost. I'm uh, I'll just throw out a number. Let's say seven and a half. Seven and a half for a triple IPA. It doesn't taste more. But I, I mean, these guys might go over. These guys might go over. Yeah, we're doing the prices right style, right? Exactly. That's how you play the game. You don't go over. You don't go over. Taylor, you got seven six. Well, then he's gotta just go seven seven. Then you're all wrong. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> giving a little bit oh, too much away yeah, there, shit. Oh. Not even kind of. Not even kind of. So what's your guess, Tavon? The I'm tempted to go lower, but that doesn't seem right. It's a triple right, IPA, dude. Well, it says it, but I just feel like you think they're false advertising. No, I'm just saying like it doesn't it, doesn't, it doesn't come off the palate the way that I would expect something with that much alcohol to taste. Okay, I feel like someone who's making a triple IPA yeah. is making it for like a man who wants to drink really, really heavy beers. Or a woman who wants to drink really, really heavy beers. <laughs> yeah, They're not going to give him like a 2.0, you know, or 7.5. That would be hilarious. Oh, you yeah. want a triple IPA? Uh, it's alcohol free. <laughs> O'Doul's triple IPA. O'Doul's triple IPA. O'Doul's triple. Alright, well. Okay, so we got 7.4? Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually, criticizing you. Actually, you know, you know, I'm going to... I think it was 8.5 is what I guess. Oh, okay, so 8.5. I think I think that was... 8.5, Tavon. Uh, okay, well, he goes 8.5. I will go 7.9. 7.9? Nine. 
Seven nine? Nine seven. Wow. Following what? my heart. Nine seven. Nine seven. So eight five seven nine the palindrome seven nine. Or nine seven. Fuck. What was it? Oh. And the winner? You can't guess. Oh yeah, of course I can't guess. I'm 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 leading this shit. Oh you had a four pack, right? So Yes. Before this. You're no. <laughs> and the winner without going over is Matthew Borglund. It's 10.8. No, it's not. That's wow. amazing, really. Big surprise. 10.8. See, I followed my wow. heart. I followed what it tasted like. Sorry. You know, I guess just growing up drinking IPAs, it's just, you get used to that flavor, and then they put more alcohol in there. But... So the reason I chose this as our number one, the very first beer for Craft Beer Chronicles, is because it is from Fresno, California, as Matthew here correctly guessed, slash knew. And, and you also introduced the beer from Fresno. But, yeah, I kind of minor details. I forgot that part. Yeah. Wait, you paid attention to that? Oversight. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Sometimes he, it's like, it's like he enjoys beer. It's like he enjoys beer. Um, can't control it sometimes. But it's because I grew up and I'm from Lemoore, which is about 40 minutes south of Fresno. And as far as I can tell, Tayuga Sequoia is like the biggest brewery in that area. So for our first bit of chronicling, I thought we'd be cool to chronicle our favorite breweries slash the breweries that made an impact on us from our hometowns. Um, again, from Lemoore, didn't really have anything craft beer wise when I grew up there. Uh, Tioga Sequoia, as I'm growing up now, and also when I was younger, was one of the few places that my brother would take me to uh, when I was 21. They had a they have a restaurant tap house in Clovis near where he lives, right around the corner. So we'd always go there, and you know they also did hard alcohol as well. So it was a really fun place. And now when I go back, besides seeing my family, I can go here and get a couple four packs and enjoy some really good beer. It is really good. They're also it's like super smooth. Yeah, the area is also growing too around the area where Tioga is, uh, Fulton Mall area. They there's the new there's the revamped Full Circle Brewing, which is a little bit down the street. They have a New England IPA called Juicy, which was really, really good. I would have brought a growler, but when I went, the guy that I was with right before me grabbed the last one. But um, hey, I mean, it's Fresno. They'll, I'll be back. And there was also one they had <laughs> called Grandma's Oatmeal Cookie Stout. So it was an oatmeal stout. No, and like, grandma used to bake that for me. <laughs> Your grandma used to bake you a stout? That, makes a, that makes a lot of it sense. That makes a lot of sense. It comes out as cookies, and that's great. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, yeah, there's that. Uh, I got to meet a couple guys who were starting their own breweries. They're opening them up. They have the, the spaces or they have the money. Nice. Um, and then the next couple of years, and they're both really nice guys. They're from One of which I got to try and the other which I didn't have the opportunity. But I've heard nothing but rave reviews. So, again, when I go back, it's beer drinking first, family second, <laughs> the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say for my area, Tioga is probably the just go-to. The, the the best. Um, I mean, you're from Seattle. Right. You're from Paso. You're from up north. Walnut Creek. <laughs> Walnut, Creek. Walnut Creek, exactly. Or is that down south? No, that's 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 up north. Okay, I don't yeah. know my geography that well. I literally took naval geography, which we got through the first two chapters, and I learned a whole bunch of navy related shit. Like where the ocean. That's cool. No, no, like I, I we we had like because yeah. we had a naval base, so it was like the JROT, the ROTC, but for oh, like the yeah. the junior navy. So like you got badges and you got like did performances. Yeah, it was really it was a great <laughs> way to only do two chapters of geography. There you go. Um, but wow. no, okay. So I want to go around. What are your guys's favorite breweries from your hometown areas or maybe your home county? Mm. Um, and Tavon, I can't say for sure if it's yours, but if it is Firestone, you got to pick a second one. So slow county, slow county. Else? You know my favorite brewery is not in California. 
okay, what's what's one from your hometown area that maybe mm. like got you into it? I mean, it, it was your favorite well, brewery. The, one of the first craft beers I had was from Firestone. Okay. I'm not allowed. Okay, well, what's <laughs> like? Is there not a single other brewery you like in the area? Um, I mean, I do. Barrel House is good for a lot of interesting beers. That's for sure. And Central Coast is really good. They have a lot of um, their chai beers are different than actually. What really taste? Is it different because it has chai? Because I mean, if it has well, chai, it's probably bringing it. some serious insights. Yeah, it's now. chill and like <laughs> I thought it was dope. Like. <laughs> Listen, you guys, you guys are here because you're my friends. Not because a lot of your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Borglin here that's knows fair, more than fair. I do, so I don't really have room to talk. But you, you know, you know, your brewery is a little better than I do. That's for sure. Yeah, but you know, beer better than I do. <laughs> I think that matters more for this kind of podcast. No, no. Speaking of which, when are we gonna have some more damn good brews? I know you're busy, but um, see, well, the problem is I'm one of the one of the people that are still in uh, school here, and the problem is that when you live with a bunch of other guys in a college. Uh, setting uh you can't really get the sterilization you want to when you do brew uh you're gonna brew the world's first beer mixed with semen that well, that is i i, I don't does that qualify as a milk stout <laughs> <laughs> extra protein don't extra don't protein. Oh. no but yeah uh they, they always say that like 80 you know, of brewing is cleaning um but when you're cleaning takes up 110% of your time when you're trying to brew, cleaning for about a day, uh, kind of dissuades you. So, Dan Proud Brew is coming out after I graduate again, so. Hell yeah. Look for on the shelves that are on tapped. Um, but, going back to your original question, um, so what got me into, um, what got me into craft beer? Wanna Creek, unfortunately, doesn't have, uh, didn't have uh, any craft beer, or didn't have any breweries for a while, but we actually had, I think last year, a brewery called Farm Creek opened up. Okay. Uh, and it's, there's this guy, I uh, can't remember the name off the top of my head, but he's a computer scientist and kind of totally switched uh, careers and opened up a brewery in the Wana Creek. He had to jump through so many loopholes to do it because, you know, everybody, all the old people want to Creek like, ah, no, no breweries. <laughs> uh, Solid representation of Wana Creek. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now we got a cool brewery down there and it's really fun, family run. Um, but I would have to say that the brewery that got me into it was probably Lagunitas. I know it's up in uh, Petaluma, but just working up up in Point Reyes and knowing people that are in the cellar room, getting you um, nice and cheap beer when you're under 21. Um, I guess anything you drink when you're under 21 tastes amazing. Do you do you want to name them by name for any no, ATF <laughs> agents that may be listening? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he did hook it up and he did get me into the scene. So I appreciate what he did. But yeah, Lagunitas. No, can't really go wrong. That's they're, very true. They're getting a little big right now, but they're still holding through. Think big for the britches? <laughs> <laughs> they're still holding their own. And then, you know, of course, Santa Rosa's right next door, so yeah. can't can't go wrong with, you know, Russian River. Yeah, that's that's when you got a lot more popular in my book is when you brought a case full of uh, Pliny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You didn't like you before. Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm a Pliny. Uh, <laughs> um, I always did like your um, like knowledge of Lagunitas. Most people don't really dive too deep into it. They all like look the same. Lagunitas, the one thing about them that like kind of I I I guess I just don't know is they never seem to have any more like I don't want to say special beers, but as far as I know, I've never heard of anything that's like taproom exclusive. Maybe High Westified for a while, which was like their barrel aged coffee stout, but now that's in bottles. Now we can get that around here and it's kind of distributed. So I, I just know that like there's some of these breweries where it's like, hey man, you gotta go. They only have like cans and stuff from the brewery and like they don't like distribute it and I, th 
I think that's the point where like Lagunitas has gotten so large and like they're so popular that like why the fuck would we hold on to anything? We can just like send it out and we'll make more money. But I, maybe with your knowledge, you know something that I don't. I, I yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously you know the route that well I already brought him up, a Russian River is taking and make their beer you know good and exclusive, and then you'll have the people coming to you and you're you know constantly begging to get their beers because they you know only give out a certain amount like i'll go to the brewery and they'll give me seven of those you know plinies when everybody else wants 47 but um <laughs> lagunitas just took the approach of wanting to bring the beers to everybody i mean they're yeah they're mass producing a lot of it and they're getting on in safeways which is really cool because i can go to safeway and grab you know a 12 pack of a really nice beer um they're also like sending it across the country. So like people over there, and I'm not sure if they're doing international yet, but um, I know Stone is, so I'm assuming they're they're pretty close to. Well, Stone, fuck, from what, I think I heard something recently, they're like in the top four to five beer producers in like the world. I mean, it's probably like Anheuser, Coors, and then Stone. Didn't they get big really fast too? They started at Microbrew. <clears throat> I mean, they're they're only, I think they- 20 years old. Yeah, they're only 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the same age as Coronado, Firestone. I mean, hell, they're only two years older than Central Coast. And like, Well, when you make make a beer where everybody else has to copy it and then start calling it, you know, the California IPA. Yeah. You, you, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> you know you made it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It is called um, Accessible Lagunitas. You can get it like, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, I got one in. I got a six pack when I was in Boston yeah, over the summer. Like it's it's all over the country. So before we go into you and Seattle, I apologize because we kind of hit this bad. But we're 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 towards the end of our pour. We're towards the end of our stuff. One thing that we like to do, and I think it was actually started here by Mr. Matthew Borglin, was oh, he dropped the last name. <laughs> oh, there you go. I thought I said it. I thought I, said, I thought we'd already said it. I thought we'd already said it. Uh, is, stalk him on Facebook. They're all taking notes. Like, Fine. Was there I'm, Matthew Borglin here? I'm Shane Leal. Deal with it, okay? Now there's both of us. No, he's going to get more friend requests than me. So. <laughs> yeah, like they have the card through the, through the podcast. Um, but one of the things started by him that we work to do, we're going to do on here, is where would you drink this beer? What is the. Well, yeah, but you have it on your your taste buds, and we try to make these as either super specific as possible, as I've as I've noticed as you've had other individuals try and do, is like how where specifically would you have that? So I think that'd be a fun part of this is where where specifically would you have this beer? Are we starting with me? Uh, I mean, we can start with whoever feels brave enough and have it off the top of their head. Yeah, I'll go for it. Um, of course. So. When I'm drinking this beer, I I like to imagine myself kind of coming back home on a, uh, a long sail in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, the sun is setting. It's a little cold out, but everybody's got a nice beer in their hands. Maybe there's a little bit of smoked salmon on the table. I'm not, not quite sure. I'm not sure smoked salmon will actually go with this beer. Scratch the smoked salmon. <laughs> but just pulling it apart, you know. Everybody enjoyed the great sail. But yeah, that's where I'd have this beer. On the boat, on the way in. Like, yeah, like, we're, not, in, we're, like, we're not, like, we're not quite like, docked yet, but we're, like, dropping the sail. Like, the wind's dead. Cracks a beer open. Yeah, people are cracking beers. It's a good time. Yeah. There's, there's some people, like, on the shore, like, relaxing, and you're just like, oh, I'm on a boat. I'm better than you. <laughs> Someone say, I'm on a boat? <laughs> I'm on a boat. Yeah. Uh, where would you have this, Tavon? So, it might seem a, a bit cliche, but I'm, I'm like, picturing... I'm like, oh, like, I got, like, a nice, like, warm, like, sweater and everything. I'm on, like, somewhere, not, like, Tahoe, but, like, a snowy area. There's, like, a brisk, a brisk wind coming in. 
You know, you take a sip of it, kind of hardens you up, then hits you in your face. You see the snow kind of trickling on the windows, kind of a fireplace kind of roaring. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, I definitely got a, a similar vibe yeah. for me. It would be like, so, you know, winters can be really cold and really miserable. It's coming from someone from Seattle, so I agree with <laughs> you there. For me, <laughs> this beer goes really well in like mid-afternoon. The sun's kind of going down on a winter's day. But it's one of those rare days where there's not a cloud in the sky, but the cold's nipping at you. It's it's around 40 degrees, and you're you're having this beer just with your with people that are close to you, and you're just enjoying it, sort of inside somewhere where you can look out out into the street, just sort of wherever it's being served, and just like enjoying the moment. All right, right. Is it shitty or hilarious if I say in my kitchen while recording a podcast? Oh man, I'd, well, I mean, I mean, in our super, I mean, in our super nice recording here. studio, in our very nice, expensive recording studio, soundproof, and that has dirty dishes. In Shame. It. I mean, we're paying what two hundred an hour for this place. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> What are you, a poor person? Do we need an in here yelling fuck pores at all of us? Oh my God. Uh, we, 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 we at Craft Beer Chronicles do not support the the notion of fuck pores. Um, yes, I, I imagine drinking this beer. I've just driven through um, Kettleman City. I'm starting to drive into Kings County and Lamar. I get the scent of cow manure and the Laprino's tomato plant. You'll get that. I, I drive home hating the fact... That Wait, I have... are you drinking and driving at this point? No, no, I'm parked. I'm parked. I'm building up to the crack. I'm building up to the can crack. Okay. And I just get home. I'm surrounded by my dogs. It's probably summer because this is an IPA, which means it's 105 in Lamar. And I just crack open one of the few goddamn good things about that area that I can enjoy, besides my family. And your dogs. And cheap shit. And cheap shit. Not sheep shit, cheap shit. Oh, there's a lot of sheep shit there too. Yeah, that's my. Yes, I was confused. Of course, yes. Sorry. (laughs) Very slurring of my words. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you drink a four pack before you start. Exactly. (laughs) I pre-gamed. Yeah. I I I only worked until nine o'clock, and then I got back here at nine fifteen. We started at ten. Pounding beers. Started pounding ten point six percent beers. That is aggressive. Wait, are we joking? I thought that's what we all do. (laughs) Wait, hold up. Is that why you like? Is that why your arms are crossed? You're not like you're just like hugging yourself to make sure you're still there. You're just like coming down. You're like, oh, stay up, stay up. I'm falling. <laughs> All right, so to finish off, we before we go to this beer, Leo, we're going back to you. Oh, you know, okay. kind of like what, what, what craft beer from your area? And oh, okay. this is gonna be tough from Seattle. Um, yeah. Was kind of like impacting on you, and and was like you know fueled your your drive. Tough to tough to really nail that down. Um, well, for me, uh, it didn't necessarily start in Seattle. Uh, I have a lot of family in San Diego, so some of my first memories of being in a brewery. Or being in somewhere like that was like in stone actually like we'd go out to Escondido and like you know I just get dinner but like my dad and like his brothers they'd all get like you know the stone beers and stuff and that was like they were really enjoying it my dad's always been a big beer fan so like that was kind of my first like introduction to that whole scene and then it wasn't until this last summer when I finally turned 21 that I had the opportunity to try any of the breweries in Seattle and <laughs> super fun went on a little like uh, bar crawl if you will with, like with the family and uh I gotta say, uh, Ruben's Brews and uh, Stew Brewing out in like the uh, Fremont Ballard area, North Seattle, was just 
it's some killer stuff and great atmosphere there. So uh, I haven't had stews, but Rubens has been really good. I got I get them through um, what we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, shall we not be named yet? Because that's that's a discussion that Taiwan and I have been having. And we'll, we'll get to that with the next beer. But yeah, it's really cool. Like, um, listening, you'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> if you cut out now, I just like I feel like there's been a bunch of points where you could have cut out beforehand. It would have been much better. So I mean, if you want to cut out now, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, this is this is you 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 gave us a decent amount of time. Anyway, so thank you guys for sharing. And now it's time to move on to the second beer. Leo is very entertained by the recording. Do you have any questions? Yeah, I was just curious um, how long it's been. Uh, well, I don't. Oh, wanna... I see the numbers at the top. Yeah, I, I don't want to mention right. it because as I've no, been practicing, yeah, fine. as you I've been. Cut this oh. out. You can cut this yeah, out. No, it's okay. As I've been practicing, I learned that like the time shrinks. So like I've been off by like seven minutes at a time. I'm like, oh, that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you, anyway. think, you think it's been seven minutes longer? No, 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 no. no. Like, if you're like. Um... Oh, the time helping sh- fix out, like, So this is going to be slightly like, about the art of podcasting as well. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fully for yeah, a few minutes. Out, like clear, clean up and time kind of adjust. Okay. Um, anyway, so this next beer, I got through what I learned, or as I've been told, is called Tavor instead of Taver, uh, which we've always constantly called it. So it's, it's Tavor. And I want to use this time to give a shout out to Tavor, who for the last two years has been sending me a lot of amazing craft beer. If you would like to use Tavor, Tavor, use the promo code CRAFTBEERCHRONICLES10, you will save $10 on your first purchase of $25 or more. It's a really great way if you're interested in getting into craft beer. About 97 to 98% of the beers that they offer, we cannot get here on the, on the Central Coast. So yeah, it's, it's a great way to expand your palate. And start a cool social club if you're if that is your desire. If that's your thing, I think it's so, actually pronounced taboo-er. Taboo-er. I think it's French. I'm pretty sure. So we're at least three syllables. You're gonna be excited for this one. You're gonna be excited for this one. What we have here. Oh, please tell me. It is Mother of All Storms from Pelican Brewing. Wow. Let's go. Dude, I'm surprised by Pelican Brewing. I've only had two. I've only had the Pelican IPA in this. No, I well, I haven't had this like, yet. It just seems very like. See how that's been broken. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I peeled that. I, I peeled that because we're gonna have to eventually, you know, like peel it off anyway. That's right. Oh yeah. So just yeah. take it off. Yeah, oh. All right. So this is an English style barley wine aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, Borglund is excited because him and I share an affinity for barley wines. Would you say it's your favorite style? It's in, it's in my top three, and it just depends on the situation. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely a top three, but then when you throw it into a bourbon barrel, oh, man, that just gets my mouth watering. <laughs> See, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was like, it wasn't a barley wine unless it was in a bourbon barrel, because I feel like everything that we drink was in a bourbon barrel. <laughs> yeah, that is the that is the problem. We can get into that. Is, like, we can also get into the origins. Shane gets most of the beers. <laughs> yeah, we can get into the origins of what we do well, on this one, because this is kind of going to be our, our beer where we yeah, talk it's about... The, it's the origin podcast. This yeah. is the origin podcast. That's why I picked this one. It's because right. it's, you know, it's when I first started getting into barley wines due to my brother, that's when I first started getting into beer, and then that's going to be getting okay. into what we all did this. Well, don't get it. Don't get yes. Yourself. Do you remember the first beer we had for Beer Club? The very first beer, or like the first three that we had. I think it was a Miller Lite, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, we had Sukaba 2015, which is a good one. Yeah, we had one from Fremont that tasted like pine needles. Oh, the pine needles one. 
Yes. I remember the flavor, but I don't remember the actual beer. Like, like piney or actual like, like they taste like pine. Like eating pi- or like the smell of pine. How that would and taste like I, I, remember, quality I feel beer. like I remember. Yeah, that. I mean we that, those were back What's in the this is back in the days when we only had like three per. Yeah, and we had like Limited five six people. Uh, anyway, I'm going to continue pouring this. So this is this is a really like a throwback session. This is kind of like a throwback session. Remember all the wow. things. It's really progressed and like grown. Yeah. Seriously. It's a little bit. There's a culture behind it. A little bit, yeah. It's for sure. I mean, people still ask me, like, on Thursdays, is beer club tonight? You're like, uh, is it Thursday? Um, who asked me? I think Dennis asked me if we were doing it tonight. Or I was like, um, I don't think so. Not really wanting to inform him that we kind of had other plans. (laughs) Dennis, if you're listening, dude. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, like, no one's gonna, like, however long this goes, besides maybe us four, even at that, I don't think anyone was gonna listen to this shit. No, well, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, yeah. You need to be drinking. Yeah, no, like that's all right. Like four years down the road, people are gonna be like, "Oh, I wonder what the first one." <laughs> I want to listen. Like, to wow, it. this shit's crap. <laughs> There's a reason that we didn't listen to this one. Yeah. Anyway, um, cheers. 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 That's, it smells beer. like it smells like a barley. Oh, oh, it smells like yeah. a very boozy. Oh, oh, yeah, very boozy. Oh, oh. cover it up. Cover it up. All right, take your sips. I'm just still getting over that. Right? Mm. Oh, oh God. That's good. That's damn good. There's a reason this one's highly rated. It's, it's very highly rated on Beer Advocate. So you trust... What beer sort of like social media platform outlet do you trust the most for ratings? My tongue. So, Untapped. So Untapped. In what way is your tongue a social media outlet? <laughs> Untapped. <laughs> uh, I definitely like use Untapped. Um, mostly just because <laughs> oh, yeah, I have so it on my fingertips. Yeah. Um, before we go into that... Who wants to guess ABV? Who wants to go first? Matt got it right first time, so who's going to go first now? Okay. Um, barley wine, barrel aged. Um, I'm going to have to say 11 2. 11 2? 12 3. 12 3? 12 4. 12 4. <laughs> 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 this guy. And the winner, without going over and getting the bottom pour. Ooh. Leo Parsons. God damn it. Mother. <laughs> I so much. I was like, what was it? It is 14%. Oh, shit. See, I knew this one tasted a little more alcoholic than a true. little. <laughs> <laughs> now, the real tough one, what are the IBUs? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> is it that bitter, though? No, it's 40. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't seem that bitter to me. But no, that would be a fucking rough game of like, guess the IBUs. A billion. That's fun. Once we get good enough, we'll yeah, throw it yeah, in. Yeah, you gotta start testing yourself now, though. Like, That's true. That's how are you gonna develop the palate? So, so now, do we want to do we want to do the where would you drink this now, or do we want to go into the Tavor story and how we got all this started? Let's do that, and we'll jump back into the. Uh, all right. So once we get down a little bit, you know. Yeah, we, but we want to have some left when we're asking that yeah, question. Fair. Yeah, that was fair. So don't so don't chug it, anybody. Not this is 14%. This is for sure sugar. Anybody got a beer bong? Oh, okay. So this is also, okay, this is a side tangent. This is a side tangent, real fast. For alumni weekend next week, I really want to go to Silver Brewing, buy a Crowler, and see if Wyatt will shotgun it. Dude, I'm so down to see this happen. I want to see him shotgun a race against someone, but I don't know who else is so down to shotgun a Crowler. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> here we go. I'm the two people in this. Because uh, I was I was listening to I was listening to a, a podcast. I was listening like, to the the Perfect Power podcast out of Fresno, and they were having a discussion of can you do a shower crowler? And I thought, well, step at one, step up. Can you shotgun a crowler? 
14 percent or something and it's not really enjoying the beer yeah no it's not and it's a it's like a bottle of wine but it's also yeah that is problem is any beer that they put in a crowler usually is a craft beer one and those are not like the ones that chug very well maybe like a pale maybe like a blonde you go with like a pale recession if you can get that that's true that's true I'm, i'm i'm pretty sure i can find a place anyway but yeah, I was just—I really wanted to see what you guys' opinions were of like seeing if we can get Wyatt to shotgun a crowd. Oh, no doubt you'll be able to oh. get this kid a shotgun. He would be so <laughs> just covered an American flag. And yeah, like, <laughs> I can't stop the American flag, dude. That was that was a terrible. That was a terrible. That was a terrible Wyatt impression <laughs> on my on my part. Um. So yeah. So the reason we are sitting here, the reason that I was possessed to try and do a podcast. The reason I trust these three gentlemen to do this is because about over two years now, we've been doing it for two years, uh, I ordered my very first shipment of Tavor. I got... Tavor. Yeah, we... Tavor, right? Got the, <laughs> got the first shipment, and I got my first box. At the time, I was very naive, realizing now, but I had like 12 bombers. And at the time, I'm like, I shouldn't drink all this by myself. That would be really bad for me. Again, the irony is realized now. So I brought it to the... Wait, I'll get the irony. I have like 60 bottles Uh, on deck. Yeah, 12 was bad, but now he has like over 60. Yeah, they just let sit in boxes. (laughs) waiting around. You gotta let them age, right? I've I've learned I'm not the only one, so I don't feel anywhere as bad. Like, Mm -hmm. I I have a buddy of mine, Tony, who has an entire closet just like... Filled this way and th- like three boxes high of just beers. He's got like 30 cases of beer. You should get a cellar, dude. Or a cellar and beer cellar. Yeah, beer cellar. I can't afford the beer that I buy now, let alone a goddamn cellar. <laughs> Sell the beer, get a cellar, and fill it with beer. Fill it with beer. <laughs> just gotta build your own cellar, man. Oh, I'm a sociologist, okay? I don't freaking. Dude, we have you can YouTube. find it online, dude. YouTube. That's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I have like, a saw, I have a drill. Dude, just let me know, man. We can do it. Anyway, so I brought my quote-unquote dilemma to my fraternity brothers here. Damn proud, Phi Sigma Kappa. And they were just very on point, like, dude, we'll throw down some money. We'll do some tastings. Let's just do this shit. So as we discussed earlier, a little over two years ago, we met with three bottles and about five people. And now, what was it like a couple weeks ago? We had about 13 people and 20 bottles. Yeah, crazy amount of bottles. We had a crazy amount of bottles. Yeah. And over that time, over those two years, we have just tried so many different crazy ones that have ranged from really good to just god-fucking-awful. How many beers do you have on tap? How many do I personally have now? Over 670. But I also (laughs) drink in my spare time. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, I I feel like I I mostly check in during our uh, our beer club. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our what club? Our Bible club. Yes, there we go. I, I think I'm a little over 300, so I think that's a pretty fair. I think most guess. of mine are, are also be, are BC. BC, um, yeah. Let me let me check real quick. But you know, over the over the um, over the two years, we've had a lot of familiar faces, um, and they have kind of elevated their rank in the club. But um, we've also had quite a few rotating faces. And I have to say we have probably the amount of people who have been at least one uh, Bible club, probably around like 60, 60. Just at least like one time. Yeah, yeah. And, we've one had, time. and we've had some people outside, like not, yeah, not only. Exactly. And then most of those people say their favorite beer 
was had Bible club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It absolutely. Changes people. Like, changes their opinion. Would you say your guys' favorite beer has been from Bible club? Ooh, wow. And you guys don't have to say yes. You guys can honestly say no, because we're the ones that drink a little bit more outside of Bible Club. Mm. We're the ones that will go out and have craft beer instead of Keystone Light. That's that's my that's my game that I kind of wanted to come up with. But um, before that, we we can answer this question before I go into that game. That's the question. Um, I mean, what, has, what's your favorite beer? Has it been from uh, from Bible Club? Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was a question you just asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, yeah, okay. That's so tough. I think. Having all the beers for Battle Club have like it's helped me like see the different types of beers, like expand the palette a bit. But I keep going back to like basically what has been my favorite beer for years, um, Black View from Deschutes. Mm-hmm. And um, which is just a great beer for any occasion. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but they have an anniversary or like birthday uh, beer for Black View. And they're on like twenty six or twenty seven. And uh, that like consistently has been my like basically all time like it's always amazing I always go for that I think we've had like one at beer club most of the time we don't really have it's hard to find sometimes yeah mm-hmm. um well I guess it depends on the situation for like a favorite beer um but like if, if we're going following the same trend that uh Tavon just did like a beer that can have at all times um it would have to be um Lagunitas uh brown sugar that's just one of those one of those beers that like I know I'm shaking I've, his head. <laughs> I know I've know I've had better beers, but like I just have so many like good memories associated with that beer mm-hmm. that when I drink it, it just like brings more than just a flavor. So see, I'm sorry, I I, I will let you get to this. I always feel no, like I cut you off. Jump jump right in, man. But brown sugar is so closely intertwined with the beginning of Bible Club that I can't ignore this. Was the night that we were having this discussion of like starting it. I was trying to do a six-pack challenge of brown sugar, and and you failed, and then I had to do it. Failed. <laughs> I got through five, and I opened up that sixth one, drunk off my ass, took a sip. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and I slept on the fraternity couch as a fourth year man. I was just like, I was, I don't know how anybody did that, and it was just the most. Yeah, you're welcome. It, don't thank me. Apologize to your goddamn liver. Uh, my liver is doing fine. For <laughs> right. a forty-year-old man, your liver's doing fine. <laughs> um, okay, have you? Has your best beer been from Bible Club? Oh man, dude, the biggest thing that Bible Club has done has been to introduce me to like what's out there and like what you can like look for in a beer. So when I go out and like I look at a menu, I'm like, hey, I, re- I like know these things and like there's here's what I've liked. But uh, if we're just going with like something solid that we've like always had probably Elysian Fields Immortal IPA has been something that like I've just it's just always been on deck like back home and it's just been something that like I could see myself drinking pretty much any time and just pretty much any IPA for that matter that is like well respected is something that I could I could drink very true very true I appreciate hey I as much beer as I've gotten through Bible Club and Tavor and stuff like that my favorite beer I've gotten from them and the one that I do try to stay out like look out for is their bourbon barrel? Is Fremont's bourbon barrel aged abominable? I love that beer. I love that beer so much, and it sucks because this last year they didn't have it, so I had to go secondary market. But I just went secondary market and got the cinnamon coffee version, which is like their step up. And uh, it's the second time I've had it. The first time I kind of sat on it for a while, and it, w- it was still good. But this time I had it fresh as possible, and Wait, oh did my! Did you like, literally sit on it like you? I let yes, I let it. Sh- I let it was it, like a good chair. Yes, okay. no, like a, I, like a, like a I had it. I had it, <laughs> I had it stored well, like away. Keep it egg warm. You know? Yeah, it, I had it. I had it stored away. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely that one was drink fresh because the cinnamon and the coffee will fall off. Mm. Um, okay, so going into, do we want to do where would you drink it, or do we want to do the goofy ass question first? Yeah, I, I'm ready for the goofy question. Yeah, All right, let's get goofy. So goofy. I'm I'm trying to work this out, and it may be easy for you guys. And this may be a one time thing. I love it when people joke around and do Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> so we're gonna try and do a Mary Fuck Kill version of drinking beers. So I'm gonna go with chug, uh, binge, and drain pour. I'm gonna give you three really shitty beers. You either have to chug a growler. Drink like two cases over a week of it, or pour it down the drain. Mm. And so far, I'm going off of Steel Reserve, Ooh. Rogue Maple Bacon. <laughs> oh no! <Ouch. laughs> and I'm trying to think of a good third one without using either Rogue again, because they put out some pretty crazy ones. That yeah. um, were you all there for that brewery, the Roble Blanco, like the tequila, like the margarita flavored one that just tasted like shitty lime oh, juice? The super no. salty one? Yeah. I can't oh, so okay, then if you weren't all there for that, I can't do that. Isn't that Asher House? No, it? no, no. That was at the, that was at Fisig. So we're at Steel oh, Reserve. The super salty one then, because that was at the one we had like twenty beers. What? It was like a margarita one. No, that was Carter's. And he, yeah. it, that beer was like oh, forty dude. days expired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> well, thanks, Carter. See, thanks, Carter. I like. I know if I do Mickey's, Mickey's is gonna be easy, even though it's like people like that. Like malt liquor. Yeah. So that's two malt liquors, though. You gotta. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Exactly. That's tough. I'm trying to think of like a. We're doing beers here. Yeah. Well. Oh come on. Steel Reserve is kind of like a. Yeah, beerish. Beerish malt liquor. It's it's average beer like characters. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, it kind of is. And shit, I'm trying to think of a good third one. You guys have anything that comes to mind? So shitty is the other one. You haven't like put much thought into this game. No, because <laughs> I've thought of because I can think of like Keystone, but then Keystone I feel like compared to those two is too easy. It's really hard to think of a third really rough beer that we've had. Oh man, what was no you already threw the rogue one out there. That was the one that was just whacked that maple bacon. Don't one. make a bit of Yeah. You know if you slosh it around your mouth, it actually tastes like bacon. It has that going for it. <laughs> that's that's a plus. Not much, not much else. <laughs> not much else. <laughs> Everything else is pretty bad. Alright. Uh, right, how about thirty, 30 second? Uh, how about uh, Bud Light? Lime. That's been, sat, oh, that's been like sitting Lime outside in the sun. Those are oh oh god, Clamato, like the fucking Clamato. like the Budweiser Clamato. Oh, does that count, dude? <laughs> what was that? That's oh, like yeah. it's like the strawberry. Like Loco, but with like uh, light berry. Uh, that's not tea. No, let's let's, so let's, let's let's do the warm Bud Light. I think the warm Bud the, Light. The warm light. Bud no, Light. Kirkland Light. Warm Kirkland. Okay, okay. So so your. Chug, uh, your chug binge or pour is Steel Reserve, Rogue Maple oh, Bacon, is, is and Warm Kirkland. This is, this is an easy one. This is easy. You want to go first? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, easy, pouring, right? I'm pouring that Rogue shit down. <laughs> <laughs> I want none of that. That is gone. So the most craftiest of the three is gone. Well, it's crafty in the way that it deceives you into thinking that it's tasty. <laughs> well, probably good. Whoop. Let's throw things that people like on the label. Like, <laughs> like I've had the maple bacon donut from Slodoko and it was delicious and I got my hopes up for this beer. Yeah, and but, then it just let me down in every way. But <laughs> thankfully we made it up with Funky Buddhas which I still have the yeah. 2017 version. It, it, they show that you can make a good... It's because they mix milk. coffee with it and they oh, make it a porter instead of an ale. Yeah. Which yeah, some people are going to say porters are ales and I know but like I'm just going off the label here people. Alright. 
So okay, so you're, you're so that one's down the drain. I'm a chug a warm Kirkland Light, and then I'm a binge on the Steel Reserve. Oh, you're gonna throw up if you chug a warm Kirkland. Light. <laughs> oh, a growler. Yeah, better? I don't want that. If I chug a growler of water, I don't think it's that's a lot of it's a lot of volume to point. put into your stomach. But you know, at least it's warm. So all right, <laughs> I would I would chug the Steel Reserve because I have done that in the past. Mm. You chugged a growler of steel reserve in the past? No. Elaborate. I've, <laughs> I've basically, yeah, basically like steel reserve is you try to drink that shit as quick as possible. Well, to each their own. Yeah. It's like he what? Likes to savor the flavor. It's like, can, you, can you throw it in a beer bomb? <laughs> Ooh! Ooh, that's a, that's a whole new fucking level. Just shove like it down the beer bomb, yeah. Should, so should it be... Two stories. Should it be bong, binge, and bail? Bong, binge, bong, and bail. Bong, binge, and bail! Okay. Okay, I would bong the Steel Reserve, binge the Warm Keystone Light, and then bail on the fucking Rogue Donut. That's two bail rogue. Bail rogue. Bong, binge, bail. Oh, fuck, like this is it. great. Bail, dude. I'm gonna start, like, yeah. Triple Bs. Like triple triple B. B. If I can make it say CBC, because that's the damn initials of this podcast. <laughs> no, but you can probably twist it. Crush, binge, cry. I don't know. No. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to crash. switch it up. Crush, binge, crash. I think I would um, dump... The warm Kirkland because I can't do warm beer. It's just so spoiled. You can never go to England. Yeah. There's his, there's his or warm. Jamaica. Well, I mean, like, no, I mean, like, warm as in, like, it's, like, hot warm, not, like, warm that it's not. Well, like, how. What? Do you not like Red Stripe, dude? It's supposed to be drinking warm. Yeah. Boo, creepy foot doctor. Drink a red stripe. Boy, I'm on. That was the weirdest fucking commercial of my childhood. Uh, I would, uh,. Probably binge uh, the steel E40 it, and then um, nice. Yeah, I guess I would have to bong bong the craft brew maple bacon. That might make me throw up, but yeah, at least I could say I've done it. So is that? <laughs> so do you binge the Kirkland though? I I binge the Kirkland. Yes. Okay. God, that'd be so gross. Yeah, two racks of it. Two I couldn't. Racks. I couldn't drink. You know they come in forty-eight racks. Yes. Yes. Ninety-six beers. <laughs> yes. I I really don't like Steel Reserve. That well, but it's ninety-six beers for like thirty bucks. Ninety-six. So, okay. Ninety-six so warehouse beers. Steel reserves then. Like how, how many Steel Reserves? If you're doing a Kirkland Light, like a case of Steel Reserve. Steel reserve. That's just a case. It's one. That's that's uh that's a lot of Steel Wait, Reserves. A case. Or a case. Nice try at the math. Alright, so we have, we have, so we bailed on the warm keys, warm Kirkland and two bails on the rogue maple bacon. Alright. We got Tavon here. Is, is it a tire or does one take the lead? Or is he going to switch it up? He is the most If he switches it up, then the rogue, <laughs> then rogue maple bacon is, is the dedicated Bail. loser. Bitch. Um, let's see. God, I love that already for some reason. Dude, that's great. That is pretty damn good. How much would you have to bomb? The end, well, basically like, the, a growler. the growler. Oh, it's a growler. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it would go down faster than if you just Probably tried to. Probably bong stew reserve. Seems like the good choice. It okay. sucks. Oh, it totally sucks. I, I, but it's I chose that same thing. Like, I, I bong the, I bong the, the steel reserve just to get it over with. Yeah, and then yeah. I wouldn't like to taste maple bacon for a week. Was it one week or two? Two. Yeah. two. two. No, no, it was two cases in one week. Yes, wow. that, that was a lot of maple bacon, and like even sloshing around, you don't do that so much. You're be sloshing nonstop. You're really just, <laughs> so are you, are you saying you're bailing on the maple bacon? I'm bailing on the maple. Oh. Bacon. All right, so it is official. Out of the three choices. 
most people here would not drink the damn rogue maple bacon. Three out of four. Three out of, three out of four of your, your local beer podcasters would say, don't drink rogue maple, maple bacon. Sorry, Voodoo. <laughs> Nothing against you. Yeah, but it is weird. Well, I mean, I wouldn't blame Voodoo. I don't think like they threw their donuts in the fucking fermenter. I think it was just they tried to perfect, they tried to do the flavor. So, so, I mean, like, off, yeah. the weird conclusion to draw from that would be that we're telling people to drink a warm Kirkland Light. Before they drink <laughs> a rose, that we would, we're not telling people. We're not telling. Yes, we're, we're it's not recommended. But uh, yes, we're, 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 we're recommending that if you had that option, you you'd probably hit life less. Uh, I, it is that bad. It is a case. It's a case. Beer Chronicles. Yeah, wow, we're shitting on craft beer <laughs> with this one particular craft so, beer. Okay, so if I could explain why I would uh, binge on the Kirkland instead. Mm. Because it's just so much more like economical. You get so much more beer, and you get like way more drunk than if you were to like. Oh, actually, how, how strong is the maple bacon? What? How strong was the maple bacon? I don't fucking remember. Well, Kirkland's five point two. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good for. Like, that's about the average size point. of my ex girlfriends. Like why? Are we talking tall. Ex boyfriends. <laughs> Girlfriends, Leo. Oh, Did, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Did you hear that too? Yeah, I don't know. My hearing's going. It is twenty seventeen. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Just wondering. Again, sociology major, I, I know that's cool. <laughs> I studied why it's cool. Oh, man. So, where would you drink this, Leo? Where would I drink this? Yeah. Well, let me take one more drink, and I'll get you a, a great you, answer. I'll let you take two. Two drinks? Well, I'll, I'll only need one, but if you want me to take two, I can. Tavon, quickly, say where you drink this so you can cut them off. So, I would probably drink <laughs> this. Just <laughs> breathing in. Yeah, that was, there's your first mistake. So... For me, uh, whenever I hear the words <coughs> barley wine and something with barrels. <laughs> so wait, like whatever barrels is like, 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 like you just hear the I'm, words I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just throw out whiskey barrels, that sounds right. Wait, is it directly something with barrels? <laughs> Bourbon. What if it's like what if it's like barley wine? Oh look a barrel! Does that still count? Yeah, it it actually barrel. still counts. <laughs> It could be like, yeah. Someone has like barrel Tourette's? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> barrel. They might not even say barley, they just say barrel. Like, I'm either gonna go scotch or barley wine. And, um. Barrel. Barrel. Wow. It's kind of frozen. <laughs> lost in transit. <laughs> lost, lost. No, but, um, for me, like, this has just been so familiar with Beer Club. I couldn't picture drinking it anywhere else. Like, I think the only time that I've had a bourbon barrel aged. Barley wine has been here, and so so. What you're saying is, Leo's Leo's. Where would you drink this? He's at the fraternity house. It's a Thursday night. He's had no control over what's being offered to him tonight. He only brings a couple bucks, and that's if Shane will take it. And <laughs> in front of them is a bourbon barrel aged barley wine, where he's like, "Fuck another one." Well, so, I mean, you make it sound like I'm upset that it's the sixth <laughs> barley wine in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you forget about the pumpkin barley wines that I bring. Oh, the pumpkin ones. <laughs> so, okay, that's that's the thing. That's been, that's been the one critique that I would give to Bible Club. To me, pumpkins? No, God, no. Pumpkins are great. Is that everybody who goes is at my whim of what I like to drink because I'm the one ordering, I'm the one covering, like, like... I just for some reason decide to throw all the money on it. I get paid back. And <laughs> and and it's just like, okay, he's willing to do it. We'll just fucking go with it. All we would drink were stouts, maybe some IPAs, barley <laughs> wines, pumpkin beers, a rare something else that was like a reprieve. It's very heavy. Yeah. It's very 
just like me, very heavy. And yeah, so that was that's my one critique of that. I'm like, I always feel bad. I'm like, these poor bastards. Prop what? Uh, I was gonna say. Do you like how uh, the new structure? How we've been uh, having people bring their own beers, like exclusively. Um. Wait, first, I, first off, I, I liked how you raised your hand. That was really cute. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want to cut him off. For the listeners. Oh, yes, because that'd be the first time anybody's cut anybody off on this podcast so far. Hey, man, one of us has to be courteous. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, wait, what was the question? Liking the new style. Oh, yes, my liking the new style of yes and no. To explain, we've been having people bring their own beers. Yes, now it is a legitimate bottle share every week where everybody brings one and where I break the rules and then bring one bottle... Uh, and a growler. Seven a cans and a growler. Of a, bottle. of a growler. I don't care if it's made of glass, it's called a growler. It's we have pretty, different. I think it's been going well besides Carter. Yeah. Why besides Carter? Are we, are we, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Do, we, do we, do we, do we, do we want to call somebody out yeah, on this damn thing? We've already, we've already talked about Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> we already threw Dennis under the right. bus. You know what? Maybe, maybe one of these days, maybe one of these days it'll work well and he'll bring like a stout or a sour where age does it well. So like, what's the problem with the beers that he's brought? Because I haven't been sure what. I actually brought. don't even know what beers he's been bringing. Yeah, Matt, like, I think on our mind the most is that one it was, I think I'm pretty sure it was it's a margarita like, yeah, beer margarita. and it was just like super expired and it was just basically like salt water and margarita mix that sounds sounds like cool. a chili willy yeah no yeah. Captain Planet fuck I, I've been out of the game for so goddamn long I've forgotten our punishments <laughs> well, <what's this? laughs> we don't haze this there, there was there was like a little bit I mean Bible Club uh, punishments old beer flavor in there too though gotta give him that it tasted like an old beer that's true yeah um, <laughs> no I, I, I like it that being said, I've been being I've now been invited to other bottle sh- like bottle sh- what? You're gonna leave us. No, I'm gonna see what I can do to invite you guys because this guy it's the guy that I said who has like a huge closet. He's like inviting me over and he's such a nice guy and he's like, no, don't bring anything. I have so much shit. I just need to get rid of it. I came back in on Tuesday. That sounds like a friend you had. Hey, man. <laughs> no, ex- yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That's kind of what I've been for Bible Club. <laughs> hey, shout out. I love Bible Club. That being said, that's why, I want you, that's why I want you to do damn good brewing is because I'll be like, hey, this dude's like brewing his own homebrew stuff and it's not bad in my opinion and he wants critiques. Even if you don't want critiques, it like eats you up inside. <laughs> You're getting critiques now. But you bring your own fucking growl or your own bottles of shit and then you can enjoy and it's like, well, just grow from there. Like, I want to bring my friends. Like, that being said, okay, um, the first Monday of March, mm. uh, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. in Pismo at Hot Shots is a bottle share. And you like I I see those on Untapped every now and again, and like they, they seem like there's like some really good beers going. Yeah, I found out about them. Fucking let's go. Like if you guys want to go, like I don't mind driving, and we can go do that. I have. How does it uh, How's it work? Um, he said minimum of like three beers, but some people. Oh no, no, sorry, maximum of three beers, but like some people obviously bring more. Yeah. Um, you bring homebrew? I, not sure. I've never tried to do one. <laughs> We're um, gonna have the first time. Just come back and yeah, you gotta go all <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Just um, and I think there's like a, I think there's a little bit of money that goes into it, but then like around seven or seven thirty, he brings out. Pe- they have pizza for everybody, and like, Do you like just, pizza. They're like hot shots. Pizza is not bad. It's re- it's pretty good. So it's a pool hall in Pismo on, off the main street going down the pier. Okay, and they have pool? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 20 to 30 taps, pool, and pretty good pizza. So this is what? the, uh, the first Have we not been there? I've never heard of this place. I've been. I've heard of Hot Shots, but I didn't know. I've never gone for it. I mean, have you, have you guys been to Pismo? Uh, that's north, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's right past Seattle when you go. Really? Go away from Seattle. I think it's more like east. East. Yeah. Yeah, you wanna, you I think we that. definitely tangented off of like where would you drink this because we got through Leo. Yeah, at Beer Club. Absolutely. At Beer Club. So let's let's finish that off and then that we can discuss taken. like the places around the area. Because oh, if I want to make this a thing, we can't fuck it up in the first <laughs> episode. Under an oak tree. Yeah. Do you want like oak? Yeah, like um, acorns falling in your beer? So you... No. I mean, it might add to the flavor. Yeah. Has anyone made a beer with acorns yet? Are acorns Probably. Do acorns taste good? I've never had just uh, corn, corn corn meal. acorn. That's made from corn. It's made, yeah. Oh, yeah, but no, there's an acorn cornmeal. Really? Yeah. You put it in a pestle of mortar, just kind of. Oh, Jimmy I, I don't care. I don't. Apparently, acorns are like slightly poisonous unless you. Break unless them you apart. grind them and cook them or something. I, I, I guess. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. In, indigenous peoples. What? Where would you drink this? <laughs> great <segment>. question. <laughs> um, wow, that's a great question. Yeah, where would that come from? <laughs> just came to me. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So I would actually drink this uh, on the beach, like when when the sun's like setting down a little bit. You got a group of friends, you're hanging out, you got a nice bonfire kind of going. You're sitting back in a lawn chair, relaxing, just staring into the fire contently, summoning your god. Exactly. With each sip, you summon your god. Shit, that's actually really good because when you said bonfire, I was like, this sounds like a really good like bonfire beer. It's just like late at night, yeah. in front of the fireplace. Mm-hmm. You know what? I would drink this beer. On Valentine's Day, in front of a warm fireplace after watching some sort of just crazy... Alone, just sitting no, in the No, I have a girlfriend, motherfucker. <laughs> should mention that. Mention... I, no, it, you know. That's yeah, weird. We I do all know. have girlfriends. Man. Yeah, but mine's not going to the beer fest. And she's also... Um, like sorry, mystery. listeners, we're all taken. <laughs> Try again later. Yes. Try by episode 40. <laughs> so great now. So, so great now. I'm gonna have you back on episode forty when all of y'all are graduated and like doing real person shit. And I'm still in my kitchen. Like, hey guys, want to come back and talk about craft beer? Sorry, Shane. I'm making eighty thousand dollars a year and doing very well for myself. I don't think that'll. No. Let's see. Uh, biology, engineering, thing. biology. No, it's like the nerdier one. The is one where the, the biochem, dude. I think it is. I think chemistry is nerdier than biology. Yeah, we're definitely like the cool kids on the street. Oh, absolutely. Instead of sending like uh, med school and stuff. So on that tangent, yes, uh, Valentine's Day, drinking this by the fire, mm. and then just transitioning into making sweet, sweet love. Sweet. Sweet, beer. sweet, sticky love like this 14% beer. It is quite sticky. It is very yes. sticky, yeah. Which is an interesting... That's a great image for anybody that... I, I really think I'm doing this podcast thing wrong. <laughs> No, no, when I open a beer, I'm like, I really hope this beer's sticky. That's that's what I want. Yeah, so really I just you know drench myself in it. And just, <laughs> yeah, I feel. Just take a nice bath in it. Again, it's circling sticky. back to damn good brews, very first ever sperm beer. That's where my mind was going. That's weird. <laughs> that is a little weird. That is the well. What's weird is that you'd put that in a beer, honestly, which is like not something damn brews are looking to do. Damn good brews. Damn Excuse good me. Beer. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, would you have? The person whose it is be on the bottle. That's a great question. Mm. Would you give the amazing life? race? The amazing race. You put three people on the bottle. <laughs> you don't know who is that, is that is the hard part. All right, There's all right. No so, Borgland, where would you drink this? Let's finish this up so we can move into the last part, last beer, because I really do have a surprise for the last beer, and. Fuck. We need to talk. We had so much stuff that I wanted to talk about that I don't know. Like we, we can keep this going. But we, um, well, I guess I guess I'm getting the same kind of um, campfirey 
fire peel off the smell. Mm-hmm. Smells like that roasty, kind of smoky smell. Uh, makes you really want to, you know, be drinking this by a fire to kind of like get that perspective of where that smoke might be coming from if it's not the beer. Mm-hmm. But like the whole like body and the kind of even the texture of this beer kind of makes you want to be trying to impress my like, I don't know, like a boss. Like I'm mm. sitting down at dinner across from someone who's my boss, a supervisor, and off to the right, there's some sort of fire feature and we're eating lobster. Do you like lobster? I love lobster. I can I cannot find a good place for lobster. I have really? tried and I'm just not a fan. I like crab. I can only eat so much, but I like crab. Yeah, see, my, my dad actually, um, huge scuba diver. Um, shouts out, Dad, if you ever listen to this. Um, I mean, I'll probably post this on the Facebook, so if you want to just link him in that. Um, but, um, yeah, he's, he's, when we lived in Ventura, um, he used to scuba dive all the time. Probably, like, uh, well, during the lobster season, he would scuba dive, you know, twice a day or once a day. And our refrigerator was always stocked with lobster. We actually would have lobster for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner, and I never got tired of it. I'm pretty sure he got tired of it, and then at one point I was starting to get tired of it, but then one of his good friends, uh, Mike, um, head chef, he made a sauce for it, and then it just like brought it back for me. So have it's, you, it's pretty much just like butter and lemon, but it's all you like, need to put on lobster. <laughs> have you ever eaten any part of the lobster that was not the tail? I'd be an eye. Really? Should I pop it in? Why? Just do it. Just to do it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take your time on that beer. We're going to transition into, again, We discussed, I think we discussed it earlier, of why we're all here. It is because tomorrow is the San Luis Obispo Craft Beer Festival at Madonna Inn Plaza. <laughs> Gentlemen, have, either, have any three of you been before? No. 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 Okay. So what, how do I describe it? Have any of you been to the one during Memorial Day weekend on Madonna either? No. We mostly had formal during that. Yeah. Well, I've been at Vegas. Okay, so I think out of the two that happened in San Luis Obispo, this is the much better one. Leo here has the glass, the goblet, which has the really cool design on it, and it's just a much more intimate, a much better experience. I think there's there's the brewers know that too, and they like it a little bit better. They bring better beers, and I was kind of going over the list, and I'm really excited for some of the brewers coming this time. I'm excited for the seminar that we're signed up for. We're mm-hmm. going to the 6 to 6.45. Well, so I just signed up for You just signed up. Yeah. Just you or should... I'm the Okay. Yeah. So we are all going to the uh, Central Coast Brewing Deconstructing Monterey Street Pale Ale. Monterey Street Pale Ale is a great American beer festival, multi-time medal winning... Gold medalist, right? Gold last so. year gold. and silver this year. But two years in a row they've, won- they've medaled for Pale Ale. And it's been a while since I've had it, so I can't necessarily remember. Obviously, it's very good. But they're doing an exhibition on where they're doing single hop <laughs> variants with the Citra and Mosaic. Ooh. And by the way they describe it, it's going to be – you're going to try and blend them to s- try and get, like, the ratio of what it's supposed to be. Like, it's like, can you match the flavor, blah, 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 of it. So I don't know exactly how that's going to be, but it's going to be led by the um, head brewer, Brennan – who I've heard like I, through a few channels, I've I've heard him be referenced, and again, nothing but good things about Brennan. I'm very hopeful that trying to go through this one day, like do, using this avenue, I get to meet him one day and talk to him. That'd be a really cool thing for Craft Beer Chronicles. But I just kind of want to check in with you guys. What are you most excited for? Like, what do you do? You, like, is it just because this was a craft beer thing, or has you heard the hype? Like, are there any brewers that you're excited for? I'm ex- I'm excited for Pizza Port. <laughs> 
because I've had a lot of just like their IPAs and stuff down here in the cans and I really like it for some reason I just feel like there's gonna be something that else that they offer that I'm gonna be really like down for and then Silva Brewing Co which just opened up in Paso Robles um, they are currently pouring in Sweet B of the Poor House um, for anyone that you know the owner of Silva Brewing Co is Chuck Silva I think I've mentioned this a couple times, but to reiterate, Chuck Silva was the head brewer at Green Flash for several, several years. He was kind of, from just all the reports and all that I've read, kind of what got them to their rise to prominence. And, like, he's just what made them, like, the powerhouse that they are. Uh, I've even heard reports that were saying that if, he was, if there was a Mount Rushmore for craft beer, he should be on it. So the fact that we have that now available in... San Luis Obispo County is a really great get for us. And as far as I know, he's also the only person who does crowlers. So if you want crowlers, go to Silva Brewing Co. <laughs> Which is where I'm going to try and get some whenever I can in the next week. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have done looked on who's coming. I know Firestone's coming. Like Libertine, Bang the Drum, all of those. A lot of local ones are coming. A lot of local. Central Coast. Yeah, I'm excited for Central Coast too because it just depends on what they bring. Like if they bring, I really hope that they still have some Foggy Hill and bring it, but they're probably going to have the Monterey Street Deconstructor or maybe some of their, their General Schwartz. I bet they'll bring Foggy Hill. They'll probably bring it. Foggy Hill's so Juice good. Almighty. I Juice Almighty's gone. They're out? They're out. Yeah, and that so was I'm really crazy glad because... I got that on Friday. Uh. <laughs> Last week when I came, when I went. Nice. Very nice. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I thought it was really crazy when they ran out because my friend from mm. California Fresh, he was telling me, oh, dude, Foggy Hill's going to tap so soon. Like, Foggy Hill's going to run out. And I was like, oh, shit, shit. So that's why I went there and got the growler for Last Bible Club. That's right. But it's still there and Juice Almighty's gone. I'm like, shit, I was... I was that was wrong. Apparently, people like Juice Almighty better. But now they have the Monterey Streets up. Um, that one's always gonna be around. Yeah, I'm. They're also another event, I guess, coming up. There's a whole bunch of events that I've seen coming up. Um, I was very fortunate to wake up at 6 a.m. and click refresh for six minutes. I've got a ticket to the Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Festival in June. First year I'm able to go, and I am so goddamn excited because just from what I've seen the last couple of years, there's so many just amazing breweries from across the country that come. I couldn't get a VIP ticket, which sucks, so I'm going to have to try and fight some lines, but you know what? I'm sure there's going to be one beer that I'm like, okay, that was worth it. Um, it's better than not going. Exactly, exactly. And there's yeah, so many people... Right? Look at us, sorry fools, you know. Yeah, most of the people watching your Snapchat, like, oh, okay. he's, he's having good beers. <laughs> no, I'm going to be like, there's so many lines, I waited in three lines for two beers. It's a roller coaster. I also, and here's one that you guys, if you're interested in going, Central Coast's Brewing's 19th anniversary is in, in March. Ooh, There's, hell, you don't even have to buy tickets, but if you do buy, like, tickets, you can get unlimited tastings. I did the VIP. Yeah, more. <laughs> I did the VIP, I, like, I did VIP for 50 bucks. I get unlimited two-ounce tastings of all the beers that they have, unlimited two-ounce tastings of their specialty, like, barrel aged like they're gonna do a barrel aged like vertical release for, from like three to four mm-hmm. I get a bottle of their 19th anniversary triple IPA and like a specialty glass and like compared to other beer festivals that's really cheap for all that special stuff and it's central fucking coast yeah plus you can yeah. take a bottle alone exactly big, yeah. which yeah, I will sorry. share with probably Bible Club <laughs> hey. um, yeah there's that one I know from the barrel a lot of people have told me that's a really fun one that's one's from um, Firestone 
and it's a lot of just like whiskey and like barrel aged stuff and you dress up like it's the, the 1920s <laughs> i mean there's a lot of events kind of coming up that are really cool and i just i don't know i'm excited yeah it's cool um let's see but yeah sorry I, before we go into this last beer is there any breweries that you guys kind of know of or anything that just like i guess beer wise that you're excited for or that you want to try you i know you talked about um the brew dog stuff is there anything besides BrewDog that, like, maybe you've heard through the grapevine or, like, heard in your two years now of craft beer drinking and, like, maybe mm. checking out that something you've just wanted to try? I've, I've got, like, 60 beers that I'm, I'm excited for. I, got, I finally got the Double Barrel Huna that I want to try. My first Apple Brandy beer, probably. I really... I don't know. I've just heard really good reviews. Like, I've seen really good reviews on everything that's Apple Brandy aged. Mm. I'm really kind of curious. So are you looking for something that's more going to be at this craft brew fest or just in general event? We, if you want to do both other podcast, like again, I, I listen to a bunch of podcasts and they usually do, um, again, I'll give a shout out. I'll, I'll do this right now. I'll give a shout out to the perfect pour. Um, I've been listening to you guys ever since I've been wanting to do this. You guys have been very nice and like commenting and c- communicating with me with questions and other stuff. I got to meet Matt, who's one of the regular, um, what was it? Podcasters, I guess I was gonna say performers, but it's podcasters. It was like I had to meet him when I went to Tioga this weekend. Very, very kind, very open with all the questions I had. I, I feel bad if I was a little bit of um, just too fanboyish or too questiony, but you know, it's like it's, it's you name exactly. He he's he's obviously been doing something for the last four years that's very successful and very popular that I'm trying to do and. I'd rather be fanboyish than pass up the opportunity to ask him some like serious sure. questions. Sure. Um, that being said, I totally fucking goofed. <laughs> um, I listened to the most pre- recent episode that come out on Fridays, so I'm excited for the one that comes out tomorrow. Um, I had listened all the way up to the last like ten or so minutes, and that's because that's where my drive ended. And usually at that point, they do like thanks and cheers and stuff like that, or props to people that they've either added on Untapped or kind of like had conversations with. So I had my conversations with him. He was asking if I'd heard about the new episode. I told him I listened to it. He was doing his discussion on whether you can do a shower crawler. And kind of going off that. After we were done there, we're driving to full circle. That pops up, that last 10 minutes. In that last 10 minutes, I realized that he himself gave me a shout out by name and untapped name. Had seen that I was trying to start a podcast and had like gone to the effort of like searching my photo that I because I had a rudimentary photo at the time of like on a whiteboard of like what I wanted to call it Crappier Chronicles and like reading that out. So I don't know how many people listen to the Perfect Pour, but it's one like I've read websites where it's one of the top ten best craft beer podcasts out there. And to all of his people, he just said like, yeah, he's like new a podcast called this and like shit. That's, that's like some of the best advertising you can yeah, ask for. And I met the guy 10 minutes earlier and didn't realize that he had done that. I felt like the shittiest human being at that time. Yeah. So very late. You'll probably never listen to this, Matt. But if you do, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just... I actually don't remember what the tangent I went on before this. Um, no. No, I really don't remember what it was. It was, it was like podcasting. We're looking for uh, beers that you'd be... Yeah, sorry. So like with, with Perfect Pour, they do a section called uh looking out for and they have a whole bunch of like great music that goes to it and just everybody like beer that they're looking out for or something that they've heard is coming down the pipeline not wanting to steal that at all (laughs) but it's also really cool like you know your guys' interests either beer that you have that you're looking forward to drinking or maybe something that you've heard or maybe it is just this weekend i'm looking forward to slow craft beer fest i'm looking forward to the central coast thing and i'm also looking forward to that double barrel huna (laughs) But, you know, just kind of crazy stuff like that. I don't know. Just trying to add some layers to this. Give it some goddamn segments. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I think for me, like being kind of new to what's out there and what I can like get and what I should be looking for. For me, like the thing I'm most excited about, uh, as simple as it is, is that uh, single hop uh, Citra that they'll be offering that's coming with that Monterey Street deconstructed session after the last beer club where uh, the whole Citra hop and the glory of it was hyped up. And you're like, oh, you got to try like a pure Citra hop uh, beer. And I'm really excited to like see how that compares to other things that I've had, you know, growing up on a lot of Cascade, like Chinook hops, see how the flavors kind of compare to that. And for me, just kind of having more eye-opening experiences at this craft beer fest is going to be like the biggest thing for me, just being new to the game. So that's kind of what I got to look forward to. And then, you know, next time we do this, uh, hopefully I'll have a certain beer that I can tell you I'm looking forward to. Uh, for me, I would just say um, Black Black Butte 29. Black whatever it was. Let's go. Let's go. Next year. Let's go. Uh, this year. I, I, this year. I do have a, I think it's the 28th in my fridge right now. Um, trying to store it for as long <laughs> as possible. Uh, so that'll be interesting when I get it out. Um, but for the crest of the, the fest, um, I'm actually just, I'm just going to go and see what what's there. I, I haven't really had anything quite like this. So I'm interested. Um, Try to expand kind of vision of, of craft, craft brews. And um uh, Next year coming around, I'll probably have more news coming around, like from from these through. Um, kind of want to be surprised. That's kind of the aim. Um, for me, uh, I guess we'll start off the brew fest that we're gonna hit in less than probably eleven hours. Um, <laughs> I would I would probably say that I'm most excited for uh, Central Coast Brewing. I'm just starting to get into them a lot. They're they're right down the street, but I never really gave them a shot. Um, but Recently, uh, when uh, Shane brought Foggy Hill in, I got pretty excited about it and have been enjoying the beers since. I'm also a brewery called um, Rimcon. I haven't tried any of their beers yet on that list. I think they're the only ones, so I'm excited to try them out for the first time. You've had Naughty Oak? Oh, I guess I haven't had Naughty Oak either. There's the- probably a couple I haven't had in there, but like when I skimmed through it, Rimcon like just jumped out at me. I'm like, oh, where's that? Cupertino? Cool, I haven't tried that. Um, so I'm excited to try them. It's probably go to them. Just just give them a give them a blank slate and see what they see what they got. Um, but then overall, I want to try beer Asian Pappies. Um, might be hard to find. I know there's a couple beers out there. I don't really know by name, but I feel like uh, I can tell you. But you're gonna need a grand to buy them. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's you know down the road a little bit, but I'm excited to try one when I do. I mean, I don't know if they still have it on tap, but you just gotta go to San Diego. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate that another one that I'm willing to I'm I'm looking out for is the very next variation of Damn Good Brews, and I'm gonna leave it there. But that's that's what it is. All right. I like that. So our final beer, I put a lot of thought into this last one, and I hope it's good. I've been sitting on this one for a while, and I thought it's such a unique situation where we are recording the very first of a podcast that you could almost use the term that it is rare. So for our last beer, I have Goose Island's 2015 Rare. Oh, man. Breaking that boy up. I'm breaking this out because I could never think of a situation when to open this. And I figured the very first Craft Beer Chronicles would be the very best situation i'm very okay with this right now. yes so anybody who does not know goose island rare bourbon county brand stout is a is the highest end specialty 
variant that came out in 2015. It is a stout aged in bourbon barrels, but it was aged in two years, aged for, aged, sorry, aged for two years in 35-year-old Heaven Hill barrels. So from the story that I've heard is that they found these barrels that had just been kind of like sitting there for over three decades. They use it and they age their, they put their stout into it for two more years. I've had this bottle sitting in darkness in like the oak caging for another year and four months. So overall, this beer has been sitting and aged to an extent of 38 years. I don't think it actually pans out to work that way, but <laughs> math-wise, I say, fuck it. Yeah. Also, I'm trying to make sure you guys don't see what the ABV is. I'm lost for words. I don't, is it going to matter, though? Because if it's been aging so long, it might increase it. That liquid was made before I was born. Yeah. Well, no. The, the liquid, yeah, the liquid... <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, we added that, flavors. The from the ingredients to that liquid. So yes, I'm I'm opening up my whale. <gasps> One of my whales. So what Whatever. I always found interesting about um, Goose Island is that like I never really. Oh, it smells like just syrup. I was never really expecting anything from Goose Island. Like I, I just started like tasting some of it and I was like, oh, I mean, this doesn't well, look that official. Doesn't look that crazy. And then it was all like really good. After I, after I bought Abyss, because Abyss was like my very first big beer that I ever bought. This is again, going back to like chronicling our, our, our bits in the craft beer. I bought Abyss and I had that and I was like, wow, this is insane. But right before Christmas, I went back and bought a four pack of 2014 Bourbon County brand stout because of in this area in California, it's so goddamn expensive. Mm. And I was like, this beer can't be that good. And I brought it home and it blew everybody away. Like my dad had bought an, like eight bottles of Guinness 1759, like that specialty amber ale. Mm. And I brought the four pack of this. I shared a bit with my uncle. We cracked open those bottles thinking it was going to be so great. And everyone's like, I want more of Shane's. <laughs> uh, and we still have seven of we still have seven of those bottles of the Guinness 1759. Like nobody has touched it. I haven't gone for it. <laughs> it's like, nah, it's good. That is a dark beer. Oh yeah, like the the base Bourbon County is so dark. Wow. Yeah, I th- like it's like it's a sixteen ounce bottle, so I'm hopeful like it's almost dark as my soul. One. <laughs> almost. Okay, so it's like not a lot of uh This is like carbonation. A th- I'm pretty sure this is ranked in the top ten highest rated beers on Untapped at this moment. Wow. Really? Yeah. Although I've had a couple of ones that are higher. Sorry. That's what okay. I was thinking, like. Well, yeah, so you're right. There ain't much head. Which means... Oh, that means. Or not. <laughs> Maybe it's just the way Shane poured on it. Well, it reminds me of... Um, no, he doesn't have a, the perfect Utopias, board. actually. Oh, oh Utopias. The Sam Adams? Yeah. Yeah. That had zero foam. <laughs> no, oh, Borkland. Get it. Get it, Borkland. <laughs> He's oh, got Zamboni. He's Zambonied off the oh, table because a drop oh, fell. Oh, Literally, us. That's a drop. Yeah, I didn't really taste it. <laughs> For probably the final beer of this first episode of Craft Beer Chronicles, solely probably for the fact of how do we follow this up. Oh, okay. I don't think you do. I think this is definitely an ender. It's a game game changer. You know. Maybe you should. <clears throat> Jesus. Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Thank you for Cheers. Us. Well, I mean, we still got to do the ABV game, and where would you drink it? Jeez. If we make it that far. If we don't just go to heaven first. <laughs> I mean, you can still buy a bottle of this. It's only 230 bucks. That's pretty reasonable. I was also suggested that I drink this as soon as possible because this is the year that a lot of them got infected. So people were warning me that like this one is starting to turn a little. But at the same time, I figured it'd be the best time. Mm. After that, gotta go back for some more. (laughs) That's an interesting flavor. 
Sorry guys, take it back, give me it all. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like it's so fleeting. Like, it, it's amazing, but it's just like, I want it to continue forever. It just like cuts me. It just jumps off your tongue. Yeah, it's like, did over. you like that? <clears throat> Take some more. <laughs> <laughs> Little fairy. So, ABV game. Tavon, you're so far in last place. You can tie it up or... Oh, I was second no, place. So Tavon goes last then because he hasn't won yet. Matt and I have won. So. Okay, you won last oh, time, so you, you go first. Oh, you're so stupid. Okay, go. Hey, you, this? No, 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 go Do You, you want to go first, by all means. Well, be my guest, man. It's all you. You won last time? Well, I'll keep it fair. I'll hit it, I'll hit it right on the nose, so it right. doesn't matter. It's okay. I'll go one above you. I'm going to cover my face just in case you actually somehow pull that off. He's going to smell it to get the ABV. Wow, have you ever heard of nosing a wine, Shane? Is this a wine now? You gotta say hello to the beer before you can drink it, you know? Hello? Brew, brew dogs taught me that. Very fair. <laughs> yeah, seriously, fingers crossed, man. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him, like, tomorrow or the next day. And we'll, we'll figure that out. Call them drunk tomorrow night. I like the festival. Oh, man. Well, you know, as an homage to me guessing under the whole time, and just sort of the way it tastes, I'm just gonna throw out 22.4. Wow. Ooh. 22.4. You think this is the second strongest beer we've ever had? Yep. How much was last Tuesday? 21 something? 20.1. 20.1. 20.3. I'm going to go 22.4. 22.4. So I'm not going to change my mind. Okay. What happens if you all go over? I feel like that, there's like nobody wins. It's, I win. Is this a I win. Is that what you're saying? No, no, God, no. <laughs> I mean, it's lower than 22.4. Uh, sorry, Leo, but you've already oh, lost. I can't oh, come on. Unbiased. That's Again, the that would be the second highest beer we've ever had, and look how much I poured you. That's that's true. He you does have shitty guesses, though. <laughs> that's why it was an homage to how I underguessed everything else. Ah, <laughs> sure. Borglin, you guessed second. I had to cover my bases before I put that out there. 16-6. 16-6? Here we are with your rational guesses. I have no palate, I guess. Um, I'm, like, hoping it's above that. Exactly. 18-4. 18-4? Yeah. Alright. So the winner, without going over, That's fine. is nobody. No way. You're no. all... The closest would be Borglin. Well, no <clears throat> shit. I was the lowest. Oh, yeah. We all went over. <laughs> <laughs> That's how well, math works. Yeah. But what is it then? 14.8. Oh, I had it backwards. Uh, okay. Oh, that was dyslexic. Sounds... That's what happened. Sorry. That, sure? that was funny. Because I was that thinking, one. like, Are it's got to sure? be above 12, but I want it to be above 16. Yeah, I think we all wanted it to be really heavy. Yes. <laughs> no, I was so I was just guessing that the, like by the way that it's sort of like it well it gets off like like you said like gets off your tongue and I feel like if it's a more alcoholic beer, it's gonna like that flavor is gonna like be more like fast because like when as the second it hits my tongue I get it and then it starts to go just as fast as it came and I feel like that's something I got a lot like when I have like, scotch or something and I just thought like all right. <clears throat> Bong binge bail. This Utopius and Black Tuesday. Oh no! It's oh, tougher no. because they're all really good high alcohol beers that we've had. I'm gonna go savor, savor, <laughs> savor. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to do it on that. I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, where would you have this beer? Oh man, it's another beer club exclusive. So I would probably be drinking fourteen. Drinking this beer. Uh, sitting down next to a large uh, bonfire, probably at least 30 feet tall flame, oh. petting uh, my black jaguar. <laughs> it's just purring. What's your black jaguar's name? Uh, Morpheus. Morpheus. 
I don't know if that's racist or awesome. Does he? It's awesome. Does he? Does he awesome. Those, those glasses on. No backs on. They just sit on his face. He's <laughs> 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 always always composed. Always just he, he does have a black scarf that no one can see. <laughs> scarf. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Tavon, where would you have this beer? You know what? I, I don't think I have enough time to... I need, I need, oh, yeah, you can't follow I, that. I, I admit, I cannot follow that. Wow. <laughs> Give me a spin. I would be... Excuse I me. would be behind what I'm guessing is a sandy hill with my tactical ops unit trying to recapture a unlawfully purchased black jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> We're being told here, black jaguar now drinking beer. Uh, no, support you. That says black jaguar. We're brew ops. We're brew ops. We work better while slightly buzzed. Must be now. Um, Aim increases. <laughs> like I, drunken monkey boxing. No, I don't like that game. What? Oh, Drunk Monkey Monkey Ball, yes. Uh, monkey <laughs> Drunken Monkey Boxing, is that actually a game? Because I'd love to fucking yeah, play like, it. I didn't know that was a real game. So that's, where some, that's where you get some monkeys really drunk and you just let <laughs> Put them in a zone. Is that worse or like yeah, more yeah, acceptable? I feel like that's some sort of illegal. Yeah, is that more acceptable oh, or worse illegal. than cockfighting? Oh, it's very much worse. <laughs> so closer to humans, right? Every, it's like drunk cockfighting. Is there like handicap matches where it's like five orangutans versus a gorilla? Well, the oh. handicap matches are more like for the winner because he usually doesn't make it out of there without at least a couple bru- <laughs> bruises and cuts. So that's when you recycle those. Okay, well, actually, I'm actually curious. How many, orang- how many orangutans do you think could take on a silverback gorilla? Wow. A silverback? How many? How many? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's got to be at least five. like... I think it's got to be at least like ten. No, I think three. Three. How many orangutans? How many spider monkeys versus a silverback gorilla? Less. Spider monkeys are a little smaller. I would say chimpanzees. They would have the best chance, like, can attack against this. Like one of the smarter ones. Is it? Is it bad? Orangutan would just be like. It'd be like. It'd be like that scene in Jurassic Park where that guy gets jumped by all the little, the little dinosaurs. (laughs) Is it bad that I I think it would? Is it bad that I think it would take more humans to take down a gorilla than it would like other monkeys? Dude, humans are like lazy and. Like, yeah, we don't want to fight a gorilla. Are you kidding? Yeah, I mean, it, maybe are we, pro- are we also hey, naked and don't have any tools. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. We have guns though, dude. Like, do Hulk? Okay, can, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got this. I got this. Can Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, The Rock, and John Cena take down a gorilla? Well, I mean, I think just John Cena can take down a silverback gorilla. He wouldn't see that. <laughs> the gorilla wouldn't see John Cena coming. <laughs> and then you get one random RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. Randy Orton comes out for an RKO, but that's all he does. And I don't know if the gorilla stays down. Does Randy Orton do RKOs? R- RKO is From is his initials. Randy Keith Orton. Orton. Well, fuck me. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's John Cena. RKO. <laughs> Out of nowhere! <laughs> yeah, The Rock wouldn't do anything, though. He'll just walk around with his stupid haircut again. <laughs> his stupid bald haircut? Well, yeah, when he, was, when, he was, uh, when he was in the wrestling league or whatever, he had a stupid haircut. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, The Rock, you had a stupid haircut. Dwayne Johnson, if you're listening to this, oh my god, all my dreams have come true. Because you have no affiliation hey, Dwayne, with craft beer. This, catch me outside, dude. Yeah. Do you remember that one time in Fresno you walked like catty corner to where I was sitting and I was waving to you and you were too busy getting punched? <laughs> that was the best moment of my life. <laughs> what? What? Because you went to the uh, yeah. I'm I'm a huge WWE fan, so I went to all the shows. Uh, okay. But I've never gotten close to them. Mm. 
No. This beer is fucking great. Yeah, can it just like continuously fill up? We can we can go. Yeah, we can all pitch in. We can all pitch in and buy two more bottles. They're only two hundred and thirty bucks a piece. Honestly, though, where would you buy it? Holy shit! Cork a bottle. Really? Yeah. I wonder how many extras they have. Two. Two. I've checked every day. It's literally like in their bar, their back bar area. When you walk by, you can see them in the wooden boxes still. Yeah, you can still purchase a Regal Rye as well. Holy shit! Wow. Well, I. Where would I drink this? Where would you drink this? So. The second we post this on Untapped, I feel like we're going to have a whole bunch of people like, The fuck, man? Like, did I just waste my time for an hour? Or did I just make my dreams come true? Nah, it didn't really work. Nah, man. Yeah. Alright, so I'm pretty sure if I had this beer in any occasion, it would be riding through a sled... Like, I'd have, like, a, a dog sled with armored huskies. Or, sorry, armored dire wolves. Like, at least six of them. Why would you have to armor a dire wolf? It's way more badass. Because more, <laughs> more of them have died than are currently living. Yeah, Spoiler most alert. Most of them are pretty dead, so... If they winter. had armor, it'd be better. Winter is coming, though. You don't know what they're going to bring. Winter is fucking more here, More dire wolves. More dire wolves. <laughs> Zombie dire wolves, dude. Ooh. Ooh. White walking dire wolves. Yeah, game yeah. over. Dragons be like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, nope. Die. This is out of fu- uh, straight fright. No, fears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just riding on the sled. Got my six dire wolves all armored up, charging through the, the north with the snow, straight through all the white walkers, just sipping, slowly, nodding. Yeah, I can see that happening. Are you are you riding off to Khaleesi or... or uh, oh, she's right next to me. Yeah, she's Khale- right. Khaleesi's running after him. <laughs> What? Why run? Why run when she has dragons? She's flying just above me. She's got all three of her dragons. All right. Um, also on chariot. Yeah. Just you're riding like Drago, like. On um, I really just don't want to do shag Mary kill because that's a really boring thing that everybody does. Do you see? Well, stop. Leo, you, you just got you still got your. Uh, where are you gonna drink? This? Oh yeah, Leo. That's true. What are those? It's like staining are, my glasses. What are the particulates? Um, just out of are those just bubbles or? Like, oh, is it not filtered? No, I don't believe so. Wow. Because it's got some yeast. Oh, because you had it sit. Did it have any live yeast? <clears throat> Probably not. Because it was in a, it was in a, what do you call it? A barrel for two years. So they probably wouldn't have any more live yeast. Put it in. You can have it like bottle conditioning. After you bottle it? Oh, man. Well, how's bottle conditioning? Can't you add yeah, it to the bottle? Yeah, but that's not this one. This one's not bottle conditioning. Yeah, right. you'd see a lot of uh, well, there's cell that yeast. <clears throat> well, there's certainly something in it. Not a lot of it, but enough to... For me, uh, I think this is just like... Doesn't matter like the price tag or anything like that. Just like the quality. Well, I bought it for a lot cheaper. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, did you trade for it? Or did no, you... I bought this straight out. Oh, like from the yeah. Okay. What was it? I just really like the uh, the smoothness and like all the flavors it brings out without those being like compromised by like a ton of alcohol. So yeah, no, there's no way in hell this tastes like a 14% beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just get so many flavors that you get in something way more alcoholic without a lot of like the other like I don't know bitterness or like burn or something like that. However you describe that. So I think for me it's just it's something like champagne esque, something where you to like celebrate something big. So for me it'd be like when I graduate or like I land a big job or like I retire or, or you start a podcast or I start a podcast you start know a podcast. <laughs> it'd be like a special event where I'd, where I'd want to pop one of these open yeah I've I've been holding off, off to the, on this one for so long I was like oh when I get a job after college well I got that had something else that I drank 
uh, when I get promoted. I got that and something else. Literally, this one just kept being put on the back where I'm like, I don't want the fuck to drink this. Yeah. And then I had, you know, somebody tell me like, hey, watch out. You know, some people are noticing some stuff. And it was just kind of like, I... This one's probably going to go up. This one's probably going to go up because even though we called out a few people, it's not too bad. And, you know, I feel like we had a really good, I feel like we had a pretty decent flow and kind of like topic stuff. So this is going to be our first episode. And it's it's really interesting and I've really liked it so far. And I can't imagine drinking this beer anywhere else but with my buds who have taken a lot of time out during a busy time to to do this with me. So again, I appreciate that. Dude, this is literally what we'd love to do. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I wouldn't spend my Thursday afternoons any other way. No way. This is like, if Almost I think right. of all Thursdays throughout my college careers, this, all the best ones. This and Utopias, man. Utopias oh. was... Tasty. That one you could taste the alcohol, which is like... Well, because it was like 27%. Yeah, like, that's kind of why I thought this was so high, but like, the difference, like I said, was like, the sting or like what you notice when you like take a shot or something like how it kind of like burns or lingers like like, you get all the good flavors that you get with something that's like nice and quality I think you also kind of hyped it up that it like seemed like it'd be way more alcoholic like this has been aging like this is gonna be crazy and like oh dude it's gotta be well I mean to be fair the original version non 35 year barrel age is low 13s so technically it gained a percent and a half just from the extra barrel aging years which I'm sure it isn't easy, Mr. Home Brewer. Yeah, I've never barrel aged. <laughs> yet. But I would, would say, yeah, yet. That's two things I want to do when I, in my home brewing career is barrel age and also wild yeast it. I want to kind of, I don't know, Libertine's kind of rubbing off of me. That so by wild yeast, you mean just like leave it out in the open, like open see, ferment? Yeah, see what I catch. I mean, definitely not beard yeast. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you went to the new you went to the restaurant finally didn't you I did what did you think I went there actually for lunch today and I got to meet one of the cooks and it was hilarious because he was also checking on untapped as we were talking so as I'm checking my nearby's, he pops up I'm like so uh, you said so and so right yeah and I read his name it was like yeah you're on here too I was like yeah <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the restaurant um, I thought it was when I, when I was there it reminded me a lot of like a big city um where it had like a big area, it was kind of lively, spaced out, but there was still like a lot of beers on tap and a lot of guest beers. Um, honestly, like, I felt like I was in a San Diego brewery. Um, I didn't really go like get up and walk around too much um, and check everything else out, but we were sat at like a barrel. Um, we just had a couple drinks um, and they were very, very busy, which was really cool. I, I, I don't have too much other than that. It's, it was pretty, I mean, the old downtown libertine um i thought was like very just the tap room hip, i would say it was like you know it was with the vinyl records playing and um small little uh bar very packed everybody there knows each other everybody's having a good conversation this one is like definitely more moving on to the more like mainstream getting a bunch of people out there type of deal it's changed that much it's 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 so big like compared to what they just the small little tap room that they had yeah um I'm excited because, well, I don't know how we would work it because next Saturday, Alumni Weekend, they're doing a bottle release. And I don't know which one of the ones you tried, but I tried it for the first time today is their Jove. It's their um, red wine barrel-aged goze with blackberries. And it was so damn good. And next week, they're releasing a variant. I can't remember what it's called, but they're doing it with cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. Yeah, you, I think you mentioned this. I think so, yeah. I finally tried it today. And they yeah. also have a... Um, Did you like it? It was great. 
It was it was great. I, the two that I had today were so goddamn good. Um, I can't think of the other one. Here, I think I can check out my untap. But it was one that was, again, hopped with Citra and dry hopped with, uh, I think, Amarillo. Passion Party. Some of the e- smoothest drinking fucking beer that I've had from them. And I was like, this this is almost like a session, but it, it clocked in at nearly 7%. I'm like, this is fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a Saison, dry hopped it with Citra and Eldorado hops. And mm-hmm. like, and with passion fruit. It was just, it was super fun. Where did you have that? Libertine. It's the, the new Libertine downtown on Broad. Man, yeah, that's that's a place that like, I need to go. Sorry, yeah. We actually, yeah, I need to go to the new place. Because like, I've driven past the old go. place a lot. And I've been to the one in Moore Bay. Yeah. I think it was like last summer-ish. But I need to go to the, the one in the Where did they start? So, their actual brewery is in Santa Maria. I've learned. There's no tap room. There's no way to go check it out. But they do all the brewing in Santa Maria. And they have their tap rooms and restaurants um, in Morro Bay and Slow. The one in Slow, they actually... It's really cool. When you're in the main dining hall, they have a room that's like just completely focused with red light. And that's where they're doing all their experimentals and like not going to be bottled like straight on tap beers. So they were saying like literally you can like stare through the window and see it being like openly fermented and kind of like mm. what's going on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like one of the, the perks of going to the new place. They're just going to start brewing stuff that is like in-house release only. Uh, I had the Bella Rouge when I was there. I've there. I think they're bottling the Bella Rouge for next, uh, the fourth. So if you wanted to get bottles of it, um, yeah, they're doing six bottles of it. It's like 12 p.m. I don't know when everybody's going to wine tasting, but I think that would be really cool. Or like at least throw it out to people who don't want to go wine tasting if they're like not really. If it's, I, I think everyone's going to wine tasting though for alumni weekend. There's a lot of people that usually go. I need to sign up for that. Yeah, I don't. Do you have sign up? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. I know before it feels not alumni, dude. I'm basically. I don't know if I'm signed up for it either. <laughs> Which, I'd love to sign up. I like wine. I like signing up. I like tasting that. All right, any last comments? Um, I was going to say, if we want to close, close this off, closing topics, give a shout out to your Untap name. Like, if people want to add you and people listen to this and want to be your friend on Untap, why don't we go around? I'm pretty sure I, ch- I had a deal with mine recently and I'm not 100% sure. You changed the. I changed it back. Beer well, I, I. Here, hold on, let me check. <coughs> my, my, my name. Uh, is Beer Pope, but my username, if anybody wants to add me, is Beer Pope273. That's for Shane. Uh, for Matt, what's your beer tap name? Beer uh, on tap name? Um, well, my name on it is Mr. Borg, B O R G, like Star Trek. And then um, my untapped nickname is Mr. Borgy Orgy. It's very fitting. That was pretty good. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Tavon Brooks on Untapped. Uh, and my nickname is Tay Vizzle with one Z, spelled T-E-Y-V-I-Z-L-E. Uh, my name is Leo Parsons, and I have a really creative nickname for myself. It's uh, Leopold P, so look for that on Untapped. So to wrap this up, we just want to thank every single one of you who listened, including our future selves, which is probably going to be the four people who listen. Um, <laughs> hey, Matt, you suck. <laughs> You're not that bad, Matt. <laughs> no, you suck, bro. Uh, we are definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna try and keep putting these out as regularly as possible, and I'm gonna try. I guess that was one thing I tried. I, I didn't mention at the beginning. My goal for Craft Beer Chronicles. Wow, this is yeah. This is definitely a little bit late. My goal for Craft Beer Chronicles is 
I am going to try and interview a lot of local people, uh, a lot of locals in the craft beer industry here in San Luis Obispo because I feel like we have a really great scene that is untapped. Uh, my goal is to interview people from Central Coast, Tap It, Bang the Drum, um, Silva, if I have the opportunity, Figaro Mountain, Firestone, all of that great, all of those great organizations that have really succeeded, I feel, in just revolutionizing and bringing a solid change in the craft beer industry, uh, as well as interviewing local home brewers, such as my friend here, Matthew Borgland. He can talk about his process with Damn Good Brewings, what got him into it, uh, and other people in the beer industry, such as the friend I mentioned earlier, Tony, who works in the distributing company. I have a friend, uh, Nick, who works in the stores buying, kind of just getting those different perspectives and see how that all combines to create a interesting and diverse craft beer community here in San Luis Obispo. Um, until then, this is your host, Shane, signing off for Craft Beer Chronicles.